Good afternoon, everyone. I am Tessa Sainaro, and we are here at the Council Building in La Ar for the arrival of the ambassadorial delegation from the Mana Empire. I am happy to be joined by JCN's own Stig Soderberg from Heimavina. How are you doing, Stig? I am very well, Tessa. Thank you for asking. It is great to be here on Vela and to join you for this historical visit. Stig, I am impressed with your Velen language skills. Your accent is so good, you almost sound like a native. That is an incredibly high compliment. Thank you, Tessa. The Velen language is taught in most Heimavina primary schools. I have actually been speaking Velen since I was a kid. Jotian is also taught in Velen schools. Gondang, Sting. Gondang, Tessa. You also have a beautiful accent. You would fit right in in my hometown of Brunhilder. Oh, I've heard Brunhilder is called the City of Love. It is. It's right on the eastern heart of Yodith. Hofnina may be the capital of Heimavina, but it has nothing on the architectural wonder and beauty of Brunhilder. I hope to see the city one day. Well, Tessa, I hope you will let me show you around. Ooh. Uh... <laughs> Ooh, well, it looks like the vehicle motorcade is making its way down Ezra Avenue toward the circle. As our viewers can see, the large crowd along the barriers is ready to get a first glimpse of the Empire delegation as they arrive. We could not ask for more perfect weather, clear skies, and light breezes here in La'ar. Our mother Linnea must be blessing us today. You know, the weather is like this all the time in my hometown of Tulukar. It's just north of the city. Have I heard correctly that the Tulukar peaches are pink? The sand is actually white, but tiny broken seashells are mixed with white sand and make it look pink. Sounds beautiful. <laughs> well, it looks like the first vehicle has arrived. The crowd is getting very excited. We are going to get a door opening here. Huh? We can see a couple of aides and... Yes, that is Representative Conit Bremner of Elandra and his wife, Natalie Stava. I hear his wife, Natalie, is a professional cellist with the Tinithia Orchestra. She is an incredibly talented musician. We see that Representative Bremner is making his way to the top of the stairs to wait for his fellow ambassadors while his wife is being escorted by their aides to wait by the entrance. Representative Bremner is wearing a traditional Elandrin high-collar coat. The gold detailing on the lapel signifies the rooms of the Solana continent where he is from. Oh, incredible detailing. The next to arrive is... Yes, that is Representative Micah Martell of Yasna. She is accompanied by her wife, Lena Orton. What beautiful dresses they're wearing. I've always loved how Mana fashion uses vibrant colors and rich textures. Representative Martell and her wife are wearing traditional Yasnian attire. The bright blue and black fabric signify Yasna's azure oceans and black sand beaches. The continent of Trishaun on Haimavina also has similar black sand beaches. Many of the early colonists from Trishaun settled on Yasna because it reminded them of their home. The black sands come from the volcanoes in Trishaun, is that correct? You are correct, Tessa. Trishaun has thousands of dormant volcanoes. The sand is quite fine, though. Another place I'd love to see. Sounds like we are going to have to start making a list. (gasps) Ooh, our next ambassador has exited the vehicle. Who are we seeing now, Stig? This is Representative Ilona Leskin of Viron. Her husband, Tony Kokta, is a retired commander with the 2nd Fleet. Oh, she is so elegant. They're both so tall. Can you tell us about the gray cloaks they're wearing? Uh, thousands of years ago, the Empire exiled minor offenders and released prisoners to the planet of Viron as punishment. They were only given a gray wool cloak for protection against the harsh elements. After Viron gained independence, the gray cloak became a symbol of Viranian will and resilience. Fascinating. I've heard the planet of Viron is quite cold. 
Uh, it actually has a similar climate to northern Yodith. The majority of Veronians are of Yothian descent, so us Yothians feel a kinship with them. I love learning about the rich mana history and how each planet's culture is so different, yet similar. Vela has a rich history as well. I look forward to learning about more of it as we continue through this visit. Ooh, who do we have here? The crowd seems to be cheering louder. <laughs> oh, yes. This is Sion Leif Rolana of House Rolana. He represents the planet of Ganima. Sion Rolana is married to Viola Olander. Viola runs an interplanetary fleet veteran program to help retired fleet soldiers find employment and assistance. I know there are many Velens who enjoy following house members. Some of us think of them as celebrities. Old families and titled house members do hold high status in our society, and it's well-deserved, as the houses do a lot of good for the people in their regions. Is Zion Rolana related to Rolana Vineyards? One and the same. The Rolana family have been producing vin for thousands of years. They also own the largest farmlands on Ganima. Ganimians from the Dale region say the fields look like golden waves at sunset. Amazing. Ooh, we have someone the crowd is definitely excited about. Of course, that is our Grand Matriarch and Scion, Sasella Jorgensen Nufspark of House Jorgensen. She is here representing Haimavina. The crowd noise is deafening. She seems to have some fans here. Unfortunately, her husband Lord Bjorn Laurelin of House Laurelin could not make the trip due to scheduling. I also know from speaking with her on the flight here, they have a young child that is still in primary school. Oh, that's too bad. I would have loved to see a young mana child. Ooh, well, it looks like she definitely has a way with children. Look how sweet this is. She just walked over the barrier to talk with a couple of kids. That was very sweet. They just gave her a shell necklace. Here on Vela, children often give shell necklaces to the people they admire. I see that she is making her way up to stand with her fellow ambassadors. Velens may recognize the family name Nufspark from her grandmother, Madame Irja Nufspark, who was a dear friend of the esteemed late Gisto Seduzen, who gained fame for improving the Velen radio labs and, of course, was the father of former senior council member Madame Ori Segisto, who is a personal hero of mine. Madame Irja Nufspark was one of the first students to be selected to be part of the Exoplanet Junior Peer Program at the Planetary and Environmental Science Academy in Hofnina. That was where she first started her correspondence with Gisto Sedezun. I know she will be watching the rebroadcast of this event. I heard she was once a journalist, like us. Correct. She was an anchor at JCN, but most people today know her as Head of House Nufspark. In fact, the Haxa executive spacecraft that we traveled to Vela were built by Hals Nufspark's Werkstatt Space. Is it true that Cyan Jorgensen Nufspark is also related to royalty? <laughs> yes, well, that was Lulia's worst kept secret. The House Jorgensen family finally confirmed that they are descendants of the beloved Empress Hera Jorgensen. As you can see, Cyan Jorgensen Nufspark is dressed in black. Empress Hera was known to wear black, which has become a symbol for her house and the continent of Lulia. In fact, Lulian sports teams use black as their team's colors. I've read some of the love stories of Empress Hera and her husband, Lord Ivar Lorelen. I've seen the pictures of the castle in Vicksburg. It's simply amazing. The castle in Vicksburg is truly a marvel. When you are there, you feel as if you stepped back in time. Oh, that sounds lovely. Another place we are adding to your list? I think so. If you are just joining us, we are witnessing the arrival of the ambassadorial delegation from the Mana Empire. Looks like our Minister of Diplomacy, Claire Fithian, has finally arrived. 
She is joined by her husband, Dr. Zach B., who is a pediatrician. I love her formal suit. Such vibrant colors on the lapel. Minister Fithian and her husband are dressed in traditional Ghanaian attire. The gloves they are wearing are a traditional Ghanaian sign of respect. Prime council members Lyo Saitoma of Senoth and Kosu Segruno of Sonoth are now beginning the ceremony. Let's watch as they greet the delegation in a formal Velen custom. The robes the primes are wearing are simply exquisite. Prime Lyo Saitoma is wearing the mantle of Senoth. It's passed on to each Senoth prime. Prime Koso Segruno is wearing the attire of Sono, another symbol of their position. We now see that the delegation are exchanging gifts with the primes. Lovely. I've seen these flowers that Sion Jorgensen Newspark is handing to the primes on the network. What are they called? Those are Avens. The flowers are native to Lulia and have a sweet fragrance. They symbolize friendship and are often given during our celebration of Rodaria. They're beautiful. Each gift that is being given is native to their planets. Oh, and I see they're posing for photos. What an amazing moment we have here, Stig. Were you in attendance when Madame Ori Sejiso arrived on Haimavina? I heard there wasn't a dry eye in the Haimavina Samcoma Rotunda. I was covering the event. It was very beautiful to watch Madame Ori Sejisto embrace Madame Iria Nufspark. Even my eyes welled up with tears. A sensitive man. I like that. I cry at sappy vids, too. <laughs> Oh, it looks like the delegation are headed into the building to meet with the full council and lower representatives. This is very exciting. We see again lots of greetings and gifts are being exchanged. I think our JCN viewers would like to know how many members sit on the Velen Council. Well, as of today, the primary council is headed by two leaders representing each of the two continents and is composed of around 30 representatives. The council as a whole is made up of hundreds of representatives from regions and cities all over the planet. We see the aides are rushing around, getting into position for another set of photos. I'm really enjoying seeing all the jovial laughter among the mana and velins. Minister Fithian is now being escorted to the center of the room. What are they presenting her with? Oh, this is truly a sight to see. She is being given a spear of unity. This type of spear was once given to chieftains from other tribes as a symbol of friendship. What a beautiful moment. Looks like the gift presentation has been completed. We are being told the dignitaries will be making their way to the Hall of the Council. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. We'll be back in a moment while we cover the remarks from Minister Claire Fithian and Prime Lao Saitoma of Senna. Introducing our new and improved Ikapoti with Keiju flavor. Whether you're a fan of traditional Ikapoti or looking for something new, our Keiju infused is sure to satisfy. Enjoy the perfect balance of crispy Ika in every bite. With its delicious taste and convenient packaging, you can enjoy this crowd pleaser anywhere, anytime. So why settle for plain old Poti when you can have Ikapoti? Try our Ikapoti with Keiju flavor today. Ikapoti, they're the best. Ikapoti, oh so fresh. Ikapoti, in your face. Ikapoti, even in space. Welcome back to the coverage of the ambassadorial delegation from the Mana Empire. My co-host is Stig Soderberg from Haimavina, and I am Tessa Sainaro. Stig, what lovely remarks from Minister Fithian. Her eloquence truly moved me. I was also touched by what Prime Leor Satoma said. I truly think we are seeing history happening before our eyes. We now see that the council members are making their way down to the floor to join the delegation as the rest of the representatives and audience begin to leave. 
The delegation and the council will now be attending an informal reception and then a private dinner. The informal reception is reserved for Velen friends and colleagues of the delegation. Yes, many of the delegation members have been working closely on the trade talks and have become good friends with their counterparts. I'm sure the delegation will be happy to see some old friends then. I heard the menu tonight is Tunu Lamoria, a traditional Velen dish. Yeah, Lamoria is good, but I prefer Pa. I will be honest, I am a bit of a foodie and I have been looking forward to trying some authentic Velen cuisine while I am on this trip. Well, you're in the right city for that. Lar has the best restaurants around. Excellent, Tessa. <laughs> the schedule says the delegation will be returning up to the Haxa spacecraft this evening. Why aren't they staying in town? All mana will be returning to our spacecraft tonight. As much as we love being on your beautiful world, our medical staff said it will take a few days for us to adjust to your humidity. So for this week, we are making trips down to the planet. But we are here for three weeks. Well, I hope you adjust quickly. I'm sure there are many places you would like to see. Oh, I have my own list, Tessa. Do you know anyone who would be willing to take me on a tour? Oh, I can think of someone. <laughs> oh, it looks like a few friends of the delegation members are now joining the group on the floor. There's a lot of laughter. Oh, what a lovely sight. I really enjoy watching this. Do you know who is with Cyan Jorgensen Nufspar? She is flooding and... Oh, look at that. They are hugging. What a sweet moment. We are seeing another truly historical moment, Stig. I'm being told by my executive producer that it's Commander Jaisunse Ori. He's the son of Madame Ori Segisto and the fleet commander for the mission to Key. Truly amazing. The grandchildren of Gisto Sedezun and Madame Iria Nufspark finally meet for the first time. Let's take a minute to watch this happy reunion. The following is a private recording from the Hoxa Executive Spacecraft, Arahel 23, about three hours after the CNR News Agency broadcast. How was your uh, shuttle ride back to the Hoxacraft? Rushed. <laughs> I was trying to coordinate a couple of meetings when Tormund told me the shuttle was leaving. Wouldn't the shuttle wait for you? Clearly, I don't rank high enough for that request. You would think being the ambassador for Haimavina would give me some clout. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame that Juniper wasn't leading this mission. I bet you could have gotten away with a little more if your aunt was running the schedule. You would think that, but I think she would be harder on me and expect me to be on time. Every time. <laughs> Did you see the look that Leor gave you when he saw that ring on your finger? No, I missed that. He was still a city representative when that got sent and was one of the few that was giving me a hard time over it. Really? I'm not sure if you noticed, but he glared at me just after he saw it. He's still upset about that? Yeah. So, thanks for introducing me to Lilona's husband, Tony. He's great, right? Yeah. We did a lot of comparing notes on fleet communications and trading stories about herding Sakas. Apparently, it's a common problem with trying to coordinate multiple vessels in the fleet to all be on the same level. I'm so glad. When I told him about you, he was so excited to meet you. Thanks to him, I think I have a better appreciation for my comms officer on the Huata. What did you think of that signature dish they served up at the reception? <laughs> I thought the meal was pretty good. Really? It was actually overcooked. Oh. I will take you to a place that makes the Tunu Lamoria much better. These big catered events always overcook the dishes. 
that or it sits out under warmers for too long and it just gets dry. Ooh, okay. I'm game. Do you have your updated schedule? Uh, I just received it. Hang on. Uh, looks like I'm free on Thor's day. Oh, sorry. Fourth cycle. Bellens aren't that original when it comes to naming our cycles. It took forever to get anyone to consider names for our spacecraft. Well, I'm free the evening of fourth cycle. And then you have me all day on sixth cycle. So, when am I going to meet Aaron and my adorable niece? I could swear that you flew all this way to spend time with me. I saw you already. <laughs> Ugh. Go back to your planet, shrimp. <laughs> all right, fine. I'll let Aaron know that we have you all six cycle. Great. Like I even need to. I'm sure she has a full schedule with reservations already planned. <laughs> well, she is smarter than you. Ha! Well, true. <laughs> so, big Elgar in the room. Yeah. Well? Well, what? You're such a tease. Oh. <laughs> well, Madam Ambassador, I will need to see your security clearance in order for this conversation to proceed. Uh, you see me glaring at you, right? Well, I wish I had more to tell you. When I left, they were still analyzing systems and setting up monitoring stations inside the facility. There are about a thousand screens and buttons and switches that are all labeled with that strange language, and no one wants to touch anything without knowing what it does. Just in case a mop might fall on you? <laughs> I'm not going to lie, CJ. I jumped when that happened, and I was only watching it on a screen. I had to laugh. When I played that part for Bjorn, he even yelped. With the visit happening, we were given strict orders to cease all tinkering and move to monitoring only. That, and the SI only chugging away at translations. No one at the VSA wanted a button pushed that would cause the Haxa vessel to get ejected from the system and sent back to Heimavina. Wait, that could happen? <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> the VSA and Haxa would not have approved the visit if they thought that something could happen. We don't want anyone inadvertently hurt at the facility, either. We are just being overly cautious. Besides, we don't have anyone in the facility right now, and no one will be returning until well after I get back there. Okay, good. Because there is not enough alcohol on this ship to even think about being ejected from the system. Ugh. I really hate space. Oh, Siege. If I had a coolit for every time I heard that, I would have a bigger skiff. <laughs> what I meant to say is, there isn't going to be any updates on this for a while. That's a bummer. <sighs> so, how was your send-off with Bjorn and the kids? My kids were flooding, but they told me to tell Auntie Ori they miss her. Janine helped them crochet her a blanket. Oh, let me show you. All right, what do you think? Oh, she's going to love it. They made one for Aaron, too. Nasu's getting a flower crown they made with artificial avon flowers and ribbons. Nikki also has collected a bunch of patches from his favorite spacecraft for you. And I have a ton of gifts from the rest of the family. You really need to stop spoiling my kid. Sorry, that's part of the job of Apostle. How was Bjorn? <laughs> Let's just say I'm happy the official photos were taken before we said our goodbye. Bjorn and I were weeping messes. <laughs> you guys will be fine. I don't know how you and Aaron have done this. It's been a day and I already miss him. Plus, it's going to be weird not to talk to each other. You know, he and I have spoken nearly every day for the past 30 years, ever since he became my mentor. 
He would even send me quick fleet comms messages back when I was on Heimavina. Did you bring your family's fieldstone? No, we didn't want to risk losing them. Although, when I was unpacking, I found a stack of cards from him. A different one to open every day while I'm gone. Huh. You guys are too much. What did you do for him? Because I know you did something sweet and corny, too. <laughs> you know me so well. I made a vid recording for him so he could watch every night before he goes to bed. Do I want to know what's in those vids? Well, the first one starts with me. What? <laughs> Must be the... <laughs> Goofball. <sighs> oh, you'll never guess what Nikki is into now. Three guesses and the first two don't count. Uh, footballta. Yep. <laughs> it was inevitable, right? Of course, one of my daughters falls for footballta player. How did that happen? Andy is somewhere laughing right now. Next time, bring him with you and we'll get him into Splashta. Way better. He has gotten over his fear of deep water, right? Not really. The kid has no problem with zero gravity and the inky blackness of space, but deep water and open ocean? That poor kid still holds my hand. How about Nasu? Thankfully, Nasu hasn't shown any interest in sports. Yet. Is Nasu happy to be home? Oh, yes. Since we have been back, she and Penta have been inseparable. I doubt you will see one without the other nearby. I'm beginning to understand what it was like for you to raise twins. <laughs> Are they alike too? No, it's actually like looking at two sides of the spectrum with these two. Penta is outgoing and bubbly, while Nasu is quiet and observant. They constantly challenge each other to try new things. It's kind of cute. What are they into? Right now, posting some weird dances to the network. It's something they saw in a vid show that has taken off. Nasu has been running the camera and doing editing for Penta while she dresses up and performs. I think I saw a few of those. The outfits look cute. Sure, but remember when we used to go out and see different places and post about those? Kids are weird now. I believe the goal was to deface the signs of those places. Eh, yeah. I guess we were weird too. If you had to choose one thing at the top of your list to do on Six Cycle... What would it be? Hmm. That's a tough one. It's a long list. I'm sure we'll carve it down, but the one thing. Honestly, as long as I get to spend time with the three of you, that would be amazing. That is a deflection. Come on, there has to be something. Okay, fine. I would love to see the Yana. Is your old skiff still floating? Um, of course it is. Tell you what, since you don't want to miss out on family time... How about we take the Yana out on 4th Cycle's evening and watch Fan La set over the ocean? The forecast said it will be cold that evening, so you'll feel right at home. Sounds perfect. Welcome back to the continuous coverage of the ambassadorial delegation from the Mana Empire. I'm Tessa Senaro. And I am Stig Soderberg with JCN from Heimavina. Today we're here in Trenoir. The delegation is here touring the site of the original launch facility. This is very exciting to be where the birth of Velen spaceflight began. Over 150 years ago, Trenoir was a simple facility with nothing around it. It's incredible to see how far the area has developed from launching satellites to a massive space complex. Shuttles now come and go like regular air skiffs. 
Isn't it amazing how quickly technology can advance with only one discovery? It is amazing, Stig. I know the Heimavenan technology has advanced since the colonists returned. Uh, not as much as you think. Really? Okay, we may have gained advanced technologies, but we still slow down and enjoy a cafe with friends. I hear Mana refer to it as Fika, correct? You are correct, Tessa. Can you tell our audience more about Trenoir? Since the facility was built, many VSA employees originally moved here for work, and the city has been growing ever since. And now that the VSA has moved all the spacecraft construction to space-based yards, much of the land was repurposed, and Trenoir has grown into a vibrant city with lots of culture and a comfortable lifestyle. This morning when we landed, I saw a large building surrounded by fountains and restaurants. Ah, yes, the Hala Willan. That's a personal favorite spot of mine. It was once an astronaut training facility that was converted into a museum and restaurant hall. I love sitting out at one of the cafes and watching the shuttles arrive. That sounds like a nice way to spend the afternoon. Well, maybe we'll have a free afternoon soon. Ooh, it looks like the delegation has <laughs> arrived. I see they're dressed more appropriately for the warmer weather. I will admit to you, Tessa, this humidity does take some getting used to. I think you'll adapt by the end of the trip. I hope so. There is so much to see. <laughs> it looks like the delegation is meeting with Chairman Betor Sequala of the VSA. While the delegation is posing for pictures, can you tell our audience a little more about the tour they will go on? After the meet and greet session, the schedule has them stopping off at the memorial site for the Trenoir tragedy. After a brief pause for reflection, the tour will head inside to see one of the primary command centers. This will be one of several locations that relay information across all Velen systems to track VSA operations. Any chance of hearing about some big projects the VSA is working on? I shouldn't say, but I have learned from a good source that the VSA is expecting to make a huge announcement soon. Oh, and did your source have any hints? Can you keep a secret, Stig? I think our audience is trustworthy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, news is that one of the VSF vessels is due back from exploring a new and uncharted system, now known to us as the Mari-La system. Mari-La? That's interesting. You know Mari is a common Yothian name. In fact, my grandmother is named Mari. Is she really? It's a very beautiful name. Maybe the system was named for another Mari. Maybe. What's next after the command center? Well, it looks like the rest of the schedule is filled with briefings. I hope your ambassadors brought some extra café with them. It looks like it's going to be a long cycle. After we are done here, I hope to see more than just the arrival concourse. I think we can arrange something. And we'll be back in a moment. Cult. The hottest club in Laar just got hotter. I'm a Vina themed club culture reached into the void and discovered the best new mana band in the galaxy, Tokoa. Come see our Tokoa cover band each and every sixth cycle. Culture, where the mana life splashes down. Welcome back to the continuous coverage of the ambassadorial delegation from the Mana Empire. Tessa, can you tell our audience where we are now? The delegation is now being escorted to pay their respects at the memorial of the Trenoir tragedy. When Vela was first spreading its fins into space travel, there was a horrific explosion that destroyed the launch pad during one of its first missions. Many Heimavinans alive today still remember hearing the news of that fateful day. Truly a tragedy for our entire system. It was. 
but villains are resilient and turn the tragedy into this amazing complex we have today. Something to be proud of. And we are. It reminds me of something Madame Ori Segisto said during her retirement speech. The water may seem deep, but the shore is always in reach. Well said. I see the delegation is laying white and red flowers on the steps. In Mana tradition, white and red flowers are laid on funeral ships of the deceased. We also launch floating candles into the air to guide the soul to our mother Linnea, so she can guide them to their next journey. That's a very beautiful tradition. I hear you also launch candles during your Mira Light Festival? Yes, we do, and we send blessings as we launch them. I've seen pictures of the events. Is it true that they shut the cities down at night for the festivities? They do. My favorite city to attend the festival is Stromsheim. My family and I will take a segbat out in the harbor. From there you can see the bonfires along the beaches, and colored floating candles illuminate the sky. It's truly magical. Well, we may not have floating candles, but I wish you were here to see the Bukya mating season in Laar. Bukya is a small sea creature that lights up during their mating ritual. Once a year, the Bukya gather along the beaches around Hinda Cove. The whole coastline lights up with small pinpricks of light, and you can't tell where the water ends and the sky begins. That sounds amazing and romantic? Very. And we will be back in a moment. The following is from security footage from the restaurant and bar Coulter, a few cycles after the CNR news agency broadcast. Ugh, sorry I'm late. My driver had never heard of the cool tour until the Velen security detail finally told him. It's the Vinabar in the Roko district. <laughs> no worries. It's a pretty local stop. How was your meeting with Nitten? But more importantly, what did you get for me? <laughs> I may have picked up a few things. For Javi. <laughs> Nitten gave me a few games. Let's see. Hang on. Uh, here you go. Force War 2? Uh, sorry, uh, we're gonna have to cancel this evening. I have been waiting for this to come out for Rotats now. <laughs> Funny you should mention Javi. I just got off a debriefing where he was reporting from... <sighs> the Mari Law System. Oh, come on. That's so sweet. I love that it's now official. I guess. Well, they are getting ready to head back within the next annual. I sent off our response that... Oh, darn... He'll have just missed your visit here. What a bummer. Oh, and that I spent way more time with you than he did on Heimavina. I can't wait to see his reaction to that. Oh. <laughs> well, I am bummed that we won't have a chance to make it to his family farm. Good thing I already got us some of their citrus for us. Excellent. Ugh. Mm, boy, do I need this. Was the meeting bad? Oh, no. My meeting with Nitten went great. It was a meeting before. I had to translate both sides of the conversation. My brain is fried. I hope not. You see that team over there? Yeah. Who are they? They are from the Pagi Hoku, one of the other vessels on the key mission. They win all the time in our little fleet trivia night. But tonight, I plan for us to dominate trivia. Oh, am I your ringer? Uh, yes. Got it in one. One point to our team. <laughs> The host always throws in a lot of mana-based questions because of the club's Heimavina theme. So, chug that and unfry your brain. Okay, you don't have to tell me twice. Well, you haven't said anything about the bar. This place is awesome. 
they did a really great job with the Heimavina decor. With the exception of the humidity, which I'm never going to get used to, by the way, this place almost feels like I'm back in Hafnina. It's gotten a lot better since the trade routes opened up. I think they have a better supplier for goods and ingredients. They even serve baskets of fried Harutspangar. Harutspangar? Uh, really? Yeah. They used to serve them fermented, which was pretty awful. But now they deep fry them and they taste amazing. <laughs> hey, um, can I see the menu? <laughs> sure. What do you think? Should we order a couple baskets? Because I could eat an entire basket by myself. <laughs> oh, well, babe, the translation is, uh, wrong. <laughs> Why? Wait, what, what are they really? Siege? You aren't going to tell me I have been eating Elgar testicles or something. Okay, I won't tell you that you have been eating Elgar testicles. <laughs> oh. My. Gosh. Uh. Oh, oh, oh. Please let me be the one to tell Javi. I want him to eat an entire basket and then break him the news. <laughs> <laughs> Deal. <laughs> what do you think? Should we send over a fresh couple of baskets to our rival team? Siege, it's like you read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> you said there was live music after trivia, too. Ooh, yes. Oh, I wish Bjorn was here. Tonight is a Tacoa cover band. Really? Yeah. The Sadist cover band started writing their own stuff and really took off. Rebranded and everything. They go by Kakara now, so Coulter needed a new act. I thought you said the Sadist covers weren't that good. They were okay, but come on. No one can hit those notes like your mom. I've heard a few songs from this new band, and they're pretty good. I'll have to take some vids for Bjorn. He's gonna love it. <laughs> so... How was the state dinner last night? Actually, it went really well. I was seated next to Representative Quinn St. Melis of Loar. I haven't seen him since the second trade talk, so it was nice to catch up. He's such a great guy. I think Mom said he was retiring soon. Yeah, he mentioned that to me. We chatted about Ruby and their iconic picture. Oh, did you know that he just became a grandfather? <laughs> We're such typical parents. We both showed off pictures of our kids and grandkids. <laughs> I haven't seen the new pictures of your grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Okay, here's Janine and Rune's daughter, Sarah. She's now a very precocious six-year-old. And here's Rin and Thane's girls. Julia, the little one, just turned five years old. And she's a little troublemaker. Aw, they're cute. You know, I think Sarah looks like Bjorn's mom. I think so, too. Are Inez and Yannick thinking of having kids? Nah. They said they enjoy their peaceful home. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what that was like. <laughs> I hear that. I feel like we've gained two more kids with Galen and Easton. Oh, here's Nikki with Marcus down on the Lions pitch. The older Nikki and Marcus get, the more they look just like Bjorn. Right? Nikki has picked up so many of Bjorn's mannerisms. Like when Bjorn is in deep thought or being particularly mischievous, he always scratches his chin with two fingers like this. I swear, I've caught Nikki doing the same thing. He even sighs like Bjorn. <gasps> it's so cute when he does it. 
There are times when I walk into our cabin and see Nasu and Aaron on opposite sides of the room, both working on their terminals, in the same pose. I swear, I once saw them both scratch their nose flaps at the same time, in the same way. It was eerie. I just turned around and walked out. I don't think either of them even noticed that I was there. Well, Nasu looks so much like Aaron. That is a blessing. I was a weird-looking kid. Oh, that's not true. I always thought you were a cutie. I still have that photo of you from your graduation. That was too many rotats and broken bones ago. Did you happen to bring your feel stone? Of course. Should we try them out? Yeah. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Jason, tell me what's in your heart. Welcome back to the continuous coverage of the ambassadorial delegation from the Mana Empire. I'm Tessa Senaro. And I am Stig Soderberg with JCN from Heimavina. Today we're here in Sinoar, where the delegation will be touring a few museums and spending the day learning about the rich history and culture of the Red City. Tessa, I think I found my most favorite city on Vela. Do they call Sinoar the Red City due to its red ceramic tile roofs and amber sand beaches? They do! Sinoar is the largest northern city on Sonoth, and because of that, the climate is cooler than it was when we were in Trenoir. It does feel slightly more comfortable. Still not adjusted, Stig. I'm Jotian, Tessa. I can walk barefoot in the snow. <laughs> well, it wasn't too long ago when Sinoar was just a small fishing port, and now it has the largest port in Sonoth. The city wall was built to protect the city from the northern rogue waves that come in during strong storms. Yesterday, my colleagues and I joined a couple members of the delegation to walk along the city wall's pathway at sunset. It was such a great way to see the city from above. Did you all happen to hit the Amberdeen? It's a local favorite. In fact, we did. And I will say, the sea dress is much stronger here than La'ar. <laughs> oh, they don't warn you about that, do they? No. Oof. But we had a great evening. Is it true that all of the Mana civilians on this trip trained together at Hoxa? We did. Nothing like bonding over zero-gravity sickness. Any scoop from inside the delegation? We have a saying, what happens on Vela stays on Vela. (laughs) (laughs) As the final ceremony is wrapping up, it looks like all of the delegates are taking turns giving their thoughts on the visit. I learned that a small selection of the delegates were invited aboard one of your VSF ships and got a private tour of the Crimson Sun on Fenoa. No press was allowed, so sadly I was not able to join. We were not allowed to join either. I've always been moved by the heartbreaking story of the Crimson Sun. It was truly a tragic time in our history. Cyan Jurgensen Nufspark and Cyan Rolana were among those in attendance and mentioned the ceremony was hauntingly beautiful. I hope that our people gave the Crimson Sun the respect it deserved. It was very well received. Well, it looks like the final speaker has finished and the ceremony here is wrapping up. It's hard to believe that nearly a full Anul has gone by. And what an amazing time we have shared. Hopefully one day we can do this again on Haimavina. That would be lovely. 
I keep meaning to ask you. Mana families are quite large. We know most of the delegation are parents of at least four children, but with the exception of the young scion Jorgensen Nofspark, I hear they're all great-grandparents? That is correct. And here's a fun fact. Scion Lee Frolana and Scion Jorgensen Nofspark are related by marriage. His youngest grandson is married to one of her stepdaughters. How many grandchildren does Scion Rolana have? He and his wife have 17 grandchildren and 42 great-grandchildren. I'm sorry, did you say 42 great-grandchildren? Yes, that is correct. We know Haimavinans used to have small families. Haimavinans still have relatively small families compared to the average families from the Alethian system. I am an only child, but my daughter is pregnant with her second baby, so my family will be getting a new member soon. Everyone is very excited. Did you say you have a grandchild? Yes, a precocious grandson named Lauven. He's eight and says he wants to play professional splashta on Vela one day. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, um, I... Can I ask your age? Oh, I'll be celebrating my 132nd birthday this year. Um, I, I mean, you... It's just that you don't look that old. I mean, not old, but you look... Great! I just thought maybe you were... Wow! Ah, uh, 132! Huh. I'm... Incredibly flattered, Tessa. I am never going to get used to how slow Mana age. We may live longer and age slower, but it's the connections we make along the way that truly matter. Well said, Sting. And that concludes our coverage of the ambassadorial delegation from the Mana Empire. I'm Tessa Senaro, Gutkfeld. And I'm Stig Söderberg, and may the waves guide you. The following is a private recording from the Hoxha Executive Spacecraft, Ardhel 23, the evening after the CNR News Agency broadcast. Hey, I just got to my suite. We had a safety security drill and then our debriefing, which turned into drinks in the lounge. I finally just snuck out. Uh, don't mention the word drinks. I'm still recovering from last night at the Aberdeen. I told you not to try to keep up with Tormod. He can drink an entire bar under the ice. I believe you. Now. Ugh. I think his suggestion of that third shot made the fourth and fifth one seem like a good idea. <laughs> How was he feeling today? Completely fine. Kasipa. <laughs> Tormon has Yothian warrior blood or something. We were going through our schedule this morning, and you would have not known that he and Stig were singing on the top of the bar last night. They were hilarious. <laughs> I'm glad you made the suggestion. I don't think any of us would have seen the city that way, or visit a super local spot. Well, it was your guys' last night in town. We had to go out with a bang. And a hangover. <laughs> what time do you arrive on Haimavina? Uh, we get to Bradith in a few hours, and then another flight down to Stromsheim. I should be home by early afternoon. The spacecraft has already adjusted the ship's time to Stromsheim for me and my staff, so that's nice. And what is your window view? Oh, yeah. Okay. Check it out. We're right over CNR. I never get tired of looking at that. What will it be when you travel interstellar? <laughs> uh, let me switch the windows to ship's time. Nighttime in Stromsheim. <laughs> okay. I'll admit, that is pretty cool. It'll make it easier to nap. <laughs> After they drop us off at Bradded Station, the rest will head back to the Elithian system. I'm sure Nikki will be excited to see you. I'm sure he didn't even notice I was gone. 
He was very excited to have his dad all to himself. Well, Nasu hasn't stopped talking about you since you left. Seriously, I don't think I've heard her chat this much in the last two Rotats. Oh, that's so sweet. I just could not stop hugging her. I love that kid. You sure you don't want to take her with you? Don't tease me. I would take her in a heartbeat. I'll I'll pack her bag. I bet I can get her on a shuttle right now. (laughs) She keeps talking about reprogramming my EOS base system to run on Hymavina code now because it's more efficient. (laughs) Something about the Velen conversion that slowed it down. I assume you mentioned something to her about it? Me? I'm sure I have no idea what you're talking about. Mm Mm-hmm. You should know, Nikki has already taken apart two of those systems, just to see what the insides look like. Maybe they shouldn't be on the same planet. (laughs) (laughs) True. Plus, he's just like his dad, a big old flirt. Having a girl not related to him in the house is probably asking for trouble. Mmm, yeah. I remember what I was like around that age. Definitely keep him a good light rotat away from her for a while. (laughs) Oh. It was so great seeing your mom. (sighs) I really wish that this trip was scheduled a few rotats ago. Ever since Aaron and I left for Key, she has really started to go downstream. She seemed in good spirits when I was there. You wouldn't know it from your visit. She won't let that public face of Madame Ori go. After you left, we had to help her to bed. She was so exhausted. Oh, I'm so sorry. I never meant to put her out like that. Don't be. She wouldn't have had it any other way. As we were helping her, she told me that it was one of the best times she had, just seeing us together in the same room. She knew that I was looking forward to this visit and loved just sitting in her chair watching us all. She did look really happy. I'm glad that she liked the blanket the kids made for her. She might have been asleep during most of that. What? No. I swear I heard her respond. Old council trick she told me about. She could nap anywhere. (laughs) She is so sneaky. I think she invented Sneaky on this planet. (laughs) (laughs) So how was your first trip on a Velen vessel? I think it would have been better if the destination had been different. Yeah, I could see that. I didn't know that was part of the schedule until you had already left. Apparently the VSA didn't want word to get out until it was finished. Fenora is really stunning from above, and the shuttle ride was much smoother than I expected. It's the atmosphere there, way thinner than Vela. They kept the group small, but seeing the memorial and what was left of the Crimson Sun, it was heartbreaking and beautiful at the same time. The vids and the photos don't really do it justice, do they? No. I wasn't sure what to expect. We brought flowers, and the ceremony was lovely. So, um, how was the trip back? Isn't that jump weird? I've been through so many of them that it's just normal for me now but the first few were so disorienting. It was, uh, strange. (laughs) Welcome to my life. But I did feel like I knew the ship's layout through your transmissions. Yeah, same basic floor plan. Some of the decorations are different, but that's usually up to the commander. That explains all the Yothian artwork I see on your ship. It's good to be the boss. (laughs) Thanks again for allowing Leaf and Viola to join us for that evening sail on the Astra. They talked about it afterwards with anyone who would listen. Of course. They were fun. I think we drank too many glasses of Vin that night. Well, as Leaf would say, never count your age, your lovers, or good glasses of Vin. 
<laughs> I could see why my mom liked them. But I'm glad that we got a separate evening sale out on the Yana with just the two of us. Yeah, I'm glad we finally got to do that. The person who's going to be jealous is Rune. He has an entire travel book idea for Vela. When he sees my pictures, it's only going to make him want to travel here more. Are you going to head back to the lounge and party it up with the group? Nah, I plan to nap. <laughs> Speaking of a trip back, are you heading back to Key soon? <sighs> yeah, it's been nice to be home, but I think we all know that everyone here is itching their scales off to uncover more out there. Oh, hey, look what just arrived. It's a transmission from Haimavina. From you. Ooh, should I play it? Don't you dare. I hate the sound of my own voice. Fine. Well, I think your voice sounds way better in person anyways. Sadly, we'll probably have to wait a few years before we can do this again. We have waited 55 Rotats for this. One or two more before the next one will be nothing. I'm just sad that I'll have to wait so long to see your reply. I've gotten used to talking to you in real time. Yeah, me too. Oh, that's the signal. It's time for us to head out. Stay safe out there, Siege. I already miss you. I miss you too. Give Aaron and Nasu and Ori my love. Likewise to Bjorn and the kids. Are you going to say it, or do I have to? Is this really the time? Come on. Together, then. Okay. To, to the, the stars, stars and back! back. You have been listening to an episode of The Binary Saga. The part of CJ was played by Vanessa Shannon Anderson. The part of Jason was played by Steve Petricelli. Tessa Senaro was Claire B. And Stig Soderberg was played by Zach Fithian. Commercials created and produced by Justin Nozick. Music by Eric Matias and soundimage.org. Thank you to our Patreon members, Rob and Mary Carnahan, Samantha and Dr. Layla. If you like what we're doing, please consider visiting our Patreon page, which can be found in the Where to Find Us menu on our website. We have multiple levels of support, with lots of fun features like transcripts, photos, or if you just want to donate to our Café, Bjor, and Citrus funds, it's always appreciated. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook with at the Binary Saga. Want to ask us questions? You can join us on Discord for open chat. Find all of these links and more information at BinarySaga.com. You can also read the print version of the entire first and second season in Kindle or paperback on Amazon. These versions include a number of extra stories and background information. Just search for The Binary Saga. <laughs>